So you need, the other day, uh, one of the trucking companies that we work with called us and said that when the shipment arrived, they noticed that the uh, seal uh, on the truck uh, didn't match the paperwork. And obviously, at that point, they were concerned. What would you suggest if, if, if you see a situation like that? Well, definitely having the seal match your paperwork is critical. Um, that number should be assigned from origin on whoever's placing that seal. So the expectation uh, on the point of arrival at either a warehouse or, or a facility is that that seal will match the paperwork of what got assigned. So that seems suspicious. In my opinion, that has a, a red flag right there. So I would definitely start investigating that and really understand uh, who, who placed the seal, what controls they had in terms of issuing the seals to those shipments, and really understanding why is that seal number different than what's on the paperwork. Let's investigate what happened. Okay, I think that's a, that's a great suggestion. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to Master's Method Podcast from Zisser Group. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. In the Master's Method Podcast, we're going to share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information in a unique format that is easy to understand, easy to use, and easy to apply. What we're going to do better than anyone else is that we're going to simplify those complex topics and concepts. And joining me on our podcast today is our good friend, Yanis Sandez. Hi, Yanis. Hi, Steve. I'm Yanis Sandez, and I'm the Trade Compliance Manager here at Scissor Group. I've been working with supply chain security for the past 10 years, so I'm excited to be here and to be able to talk about this topic. Well, today's topic on supply chain security is going to talk about one of those really critical areas, high security seals. And in this topic, we're going to talk about a few things. Number one, we're going to talk about what kind of seals you should be using to secure your containers. Also, why it's important to use high security seals. What are the procedures to maintain, issue, place, and inspect seals? And finally, we'll end up with which processes should be used for the verification and inspection of seals. So you need... What kind of seals generally? I mean, when you're in CTPAT, what kind of seals do you really need to be using? Well, you definitely need to be using the specific ISO required seals, and those are ISO 17712 revision 2013 seals. And those are very specific seals that meet those specific standards. You want to make sure that they're seals that have a good resistance and that meet the criteria that Customs has established in order for them to be high security seals. And the kind of typically high security seals are going to be typically what, a, a, a bolt seal? Yes. And, and a, a resistant cable seal. Certain types of cable seals. Certain but again, by meeting that standard, then basically they've been somewhat certified to meet those higher standards for, like you just said, for security, for resistance, for integrity. Um, and basically it's going to be more of those bolt. Yes, and, def- and, and the most common. Cable. Yes, the most common ones are, are bolt se- uh, bolt seals or the the cable seals, and definitely um, they need to meet those ISO standards. So typically, when you go and you buy those, you'll you'll see that they're branded that they meet that criteria. That actual standard, which means they've been tested and validated and certified to meet that standard. Uh, seals should also be numbered, right? Yes, they should typically be numbered because that's how you're going to control whether that same seal is the one that arrived. Um, the one that got placed is what the seal that you're going to be receiving when you try and open that load. So I think seals with numbering is critical, especially for a CTPAC company that needs to meet those standards. So when you talk about sealing, why is it really important that you want to be sealing those containers, whether it's an ocean environment or land environment? 
as they're basically coming into the United States. Why do you really want to have those things sealed? Well, the main purpose is to protect the integrity of your cargo, whether it's for theft, for tampering, for contraband. The only way really to keep that uh, shipment secure is to place for a seal, a, a, something that can protect it from anyone just opening the conveyance and really tampering or stealing your cargo. So ISO CTPAC compliance seals are the best way and what Customs recommends to protect that cargo throughout its route. Now, the reason you probably wouldn't generally use just a plain old lock, uh, which could also secure it, is that wouldn't give you the indicators that you're looking for. Exactly. So there's key things in these high security seals that'll keep you maintain the integrity and verify and validate whether that seal was tampered with. You, can, you could place just a simple plastic seal, but that's very easy to break. There's really no traceability. You couldn't really verify the integrity. So that's why these are they're critical for your shipments. Your recommendation certainly is that any container that's moving inbound into the United States, whether it's in, in the ocean environment or the land environment, got to have a seal on that. Got to have a seal. In my opinion, there is no exception for that. If you're CTPAT, your shipments must have a CTPAT uh, ISO compliant seals. Um, that, that is really no exception. And that's the best way to protect your cargo. So what are some of the ways? I mean, certainly if you're dealing with seals, uh, you're going to have to go out and you're going to have to purchase those seals. So you got to be able to maintain those. You got to issue them. You got to place them. You got to inspect them. What are some of the protocols in terms of, let's say, seal maintenance? Right. So the first thing is exactly you identify your need for seals and you want to go out and buy them. Typically now everyone buys everything online. So there are definitely many, many vendors of these seals. So you really want to make sure you are very uh, selective with your criteria and you want to make sure you're buying seals from a reliable source. Uh, we understand that there may be vendors that may offer seals at a much lower price, but you really want to question yourself, what is that integrity of the seal? Uh, does, is it, does it meet those standards that you want? Because unfortunately, sometimes you get what you paid for. So if you buy an unreasonably uh, low price for a seal, it may not be as resistant as you'd expect it to be. So it would defeat its purpose. So essentially, if the price is too good to be true, it probably is. Right. You probably have a seal that's really not to that integrity. I would agree. You definitely probably want to be working with vendors uh, that certainly have that. So once you get the seals and you purchase those, uh, certainly you need to maintain those. You right. need to secure them. What are some of the suggestions yeah, there? So once you buy your seals and you want to make sure that you at least get a certificate that those seals indeed meet the ISO criteria or even a lab report, you want to make sure you have that on file. Um, so once you receive that is you want to, you want to uh, control the inventory of those seals. You want to maintain a log, identify if you ordered a hundred seals, do you have a hundred seals? And if there's any numbering, you want to make sure you log those seals along with the number. That way you could definitely control which seals are you placing and which are still in inventory. You, if you don't have that control, it can be very difficult to know what shipment got what seal assigned, or if you lose any seals, it'll be hard to track. And, and you certainly don't want any missing seals lying around where people exactly. might use them for other purposes. So maintaining those seals, obviously you probably want to secure those seals in a safe place so it has restricted access? Yes, that's one of the key things. You really want to control who has access to those seals and really manage who has the authority to issue those seals to a specific shipment. And the best way to do so is to keep those seals in a secure location, whether it's a, a locked cabinet or in an office where 
when it's not in use, you're going to close the door. Really make sure you have those segregated and, uh, and under key, basically. So once you have those seals, you have the seals now in inventory. The next step, of course, you now have to issue the seal to a shipment. Right. What's that process look like? So that process is basically whoever has access to those inventory of seals is really just pulling the next one out. And you could either do it at random or you could pull it in sequence. That's really up to you and up to the control that you have. But you really want to make sure that you now designate what shipment that seal is going to go to, uh, what container number, what trailer number uh, that seal will now be placed. And there's cases where a company may decide to uh, issue two seals to one shipment. Uh, for example, if you have an inspection or a custom inspection on route or agricultural needs to open that container, you definitely want to give uh, the place an extra seal for that unit in case the other one gets broken down by customs or by another Sometimes agency. you might actually wind up issuing two seals, but right. in either case, you got to make sure that that seal has now been issued to that shipment and you're documenting that seal number, I assume, on the paperwork That's so that key. everyone can see it. Yes, everyone could see it, um, whether there's one seal assigned or two seals assigned. You want to make sure that those seal numbers are linked to the paperwork so whoever's receiving that shipment and the paperwork, they can verify it against that. So at that point, you issue the seal, then you're going to place the seal after the doors are certainly closed. Once you place it, of course, you're going to test it. That's a pretty important thing. you got to be able to test that integrity. Um, at that point, you really are re-looking at the seal. I mean, as, as the shipment is leaving, somebody should really validate yes. seal is there, seal's in place. Yes, yes. And that's very important because you could place a seal, uh, but at the end of the day, you want to make sure that that seal is placed properly, that it really is going to maintain that shipment secure. And you when mean it's actually locked? That it's actually locked. Sometimes, again... There is orders that you need to meet, and whoever places the seal may be in a rush or in a hurry. Uh, we've seen examples where it's a cable seal, and they just wrap it around and not put it in the right holes or the right... Uh, so it wasn't really secure. It wasn't really secure. It looked yeah. like it was placed, but it was done in a sloppy way, um, and at the end of the day, you could still open the door. So... So definitely, whoever's going to inspect that seal, whether it's the guard or it's the, the shipping department, you really want to make sure that you inspect the integrity of that seal. So what's a good process? I know Customs has come up with sort of an acronym that they use. Yes. Uh, it's pretty simple, uh, VVTT. And essentially, they're saying every time you, you have a seal, you go through these four steps. Yeah, and it's it's four four letters. Uh, the first V stands for view. You want to view the seal and make sure that it is the seal, the number matches, and you're and you're looking at it against the paperwork, that the hardware looks fine. Then you want to verify the seal number. Make sure that the seal number that's actually there is the one that matches the paperwork. A lot of times you might find typos. So you want to be able to identify those before the shipment departs. Next one is tug. You want to tug on the seal to make sure it's on right. That's the best way. And, and tug it hard to make sure that it won't just come apart. And lastly, you want to twist and turn the seal to make sure it doesn't unscrew. If the seal's defective, there may be a chance that you can just twist it and it'll come it apart. It'll come apart. So those are the, the, the four steps that you always have to take whenever you're uh, placing a seal or even trying to uh, remove a seal from a shipment. So it's VVTT, view, verify, tug, and twist. Now, that's a great, great strategy. And certainly my recommendation would be 
possibly on the loading dock, I would post that up there, yes. a big sign to remind everybody, if you're placing seals, VVTT, always, always, always do it. And if multiple people do it, so much the better. Now, when you get into seal issues, we talked about it earlier at the beginning of this uh, podcast today about that situation where the seal number doesn't match. match. Uh, you recommended, look, at that point, you got to investigate it. Uh, we mm -hmm. talk about this all the time. See something, say something. Right. You don't ignore it. Don't disregard it. If it doesn't match, certainly you want to look into that. Um, first of all, you want to look at the merchandise to make sure it hasn't been contaminated. Not, nobody's uh, tampered with the merchandise or put any contraband in the shipment. But at the same time, you want to find out why did that happen. Right. Did somebody write down the wrong number? Uh, were things possibly out of sequence? What happened? Uh, there may be an explanation. Mm -hmm. uh, it may be a reasonable explanation. Sure. But I think the, the biggest thing in security is see something, say something. Don't ignore it. Don't disregard it. Otherwise... Uh, these things can certainly be uh, be a worse situation a later. Yes, definitely. Uh, so, so some of the next steps. What are some of the next steps that you'd you'd recommend to people now that you move forward with seal control? With seal control, I think one of the biggest things, and and it's create awareness on what it what are the expectations on how to inspect seals, and it's really promote that VVTT process, as you said, Steve, across your organization in the warehouse. Uh, educate your guards or whoever's going to be inspecting that seal, even the person who's buying the seal, you want to make sure that uh, whether it's procurement, whether it's your import-export department, make sure that they're really testing the integrity of those seals that are going to be placed. So train and educate your people, certainly one of the key, key critical points. Uh, obviously, what about auditing? Certainly want to audit and you test? You definitely want to audit and test because uh, it's very common to just look at the seal and feel it looks right. And if nothing happens or nothing's happened, it's easy to just disregard it. So you really want to audit and test your procedures. If you even want to place like a bad seal on, on a shipment and see if anyone detects it, um, that's a great tool. Customs encourages that. You want to test your process to make sure it's actually working. Yeah, and I think, I think that's a great strategy in anything dealing with security. Test, test, test. Trick the system a little bit. See what happens if people react properly. Your training is working. If they don't, certainly you got to retrain and re-educate to keep people on the right track. So, again, we covered a, a lot of things today with SEALs. It is probably one of the more important areas. Uh, we talked about what kind of SEALs you should certainly be using, how to purchase those, how to maintain them and store them, uh, how you actually use them, how you place them uh, to make sure they're installed properly. Using that VVTT process I think is important. And certainly auditing and test. Um, I want to thank everyone for certainly joining us today on Master's Method Podcast and looking forward to you listening to our future Master's Method episodes. If you have any questions or concerns, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. And until next time, thank you everyone for joining. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.